so excited that you said you'd do this with me today. I can't believe I said you. It's fun. This is going to be fun. You get to help me practice for other guests. It'll be a good time. And you get to smoke with me and hang out and reminisce. It'll be good shit. Are we filming? Sweet. All right, we'll get this started right. Mm-hmm. All right. What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 13 of the podcast. Today's a very special episode. Today, more if I can go get this going. Today, we have a very special lady here. She is the CEO, the CFO, the boss a uh, human resources manager, shipping manager, um, product development manager, um, and uh, my wife. And this is Cassandra right here. What's up, everybody? Oh, that's the name of the podcast, and she said it too. Um, today, I wanted to do an episode with my wife. I was super excited that she said she was down. Um, she actually told me, she was like, if I can get my hair colored, I'll do a podcast episode with you. So we made it happen because we've actually had a few things start to open up here in Colorado Springs. So it's pretty exciting. A few things before we get into today's episode, though. Uh, we have a big drop coming up with, uh, was it Woody's or Cash Sells Hatties? What um, so the shop is Woody's, okay. but we're going to direct everybody to the Instagram, Cash Sells Hetty Glass. Okay, sweet. So Cash Sells Hetty Glass. I'll be making posts throughout the week um, talking about this drop, but we're going to have a bunch of clear and some colored stuff there. It should be a good size drop for the people that missed out on the last one. Um, and then today, here you go, dear. Today we are smoking some mimosa from Canna Kings right here. My dude Canna Kings, he scooped up a custom piece for me and brought me a bunch of flavors. And uh, this mimosa is just, it's so good. I mean, it's like straight, just like tangerine terps. And it's really nice. It's another one of those strains, like if we've talked about it before, where I'm like, oh, like sometimes it just smells like oranges, but it doesn't really taste like it when you smoke it. This strain really does have a beautiful orangey tangerine flavor when you smoke it. So thank you, Canna Kings, for hooking us up with some flowers and some terps. He also hooked us up with some animal sherbet, which is super fire, too. But today we're getting into that mimosa because that's their flagship strain, and I had to give him a shout-out today for treating us with these fancy And he terps. has some dope-ass packaging right here in front and super legit. Yeah, like I, I love people that put time and effort into their like branding and packaging and stuff. Like It's just, I don't know. It makes me, a world of difference. Yeah, and for me as a consumer, it just catches my eye that much more. So today's going to be a pretty chill episode. We're basically just going to be smoking, talking. Um, a bunch of people reached out with questions for Cassandra because most of you guys actually work with her. Um, when you guys are working through like emails or it's a shop, whether it be custom or questions, any of that stuff, you're working with Cassandra. So, oh, hair, hair on the mic. Other side. Boom. Sweet. All right, guys, so yeah, so today we have a clip-on mic because we couldn't get our second mic ordered because everything's on back order right now because of all this crazy uh, pandemic thing going on, so it's just tough to get certain things, but we got a mic, so we're going to do our best to make it all sound as best we can, but we're going to make it work. Um, but yeah, so today we're just going to be doing some questions with Cassandra. We're going to like see her perspective on Bear Mountain, um, and I told her it's super low pressure, so if any minute she wants to get up and be done with this, she can. <laughs> Because it's weird for people to be on camera. Like, I do it all the time. I have fun doing it. But I'm really excited that my wife said she was down. 
Um, but man, yeah, past that, uh, he's been waiting for you to stop talking. I know this happens. He never stops talking. I know. What are you going to do? But that's what this is like all day too. It's not just like during the podcast. This is my life. He never stops talking. Recently he asked me a question and I literally sat there for like five minutes, just waiting to let him stop talking. And he just kept going and going and going. And then finally realized what was happening. Well, because I get scared if she's going to say no to the question. So I give her 20 other things. I'm like, but if you do say no, it's okay. Cause of this, this, and this, I got problems, but it's all right. (laughs) Um, but, but yeah, so wow, this mimosa though, super, super fire. Thank you again. Can of Kings. Mm. Very grateful for that because yeah. Evan went to get us flour the other day and the dispensary had two whole strands of flour. Yeah, everything was like sold out. Um, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if I hit it on an off day, but the people that were working at the dispensary said that they're not really sure what's going on because uh, they're hearing from the growers like, oh, it's going to be a little bit longer or something happened. Like, I don't know, but we couldn't, we didn't have as much variety to pick from, but we still got some good stuff. And then Canna Kings made sure we were all set for this episode as well. Uh, today I'm just going to be working on some um, clear stuff for this big drop we have coming up. I have a couple more days of clear work, but like I've talked about before, it's always nice when I get to do a little clear because it's good to switch from clear to color because the color is a lot more stressful and more intense. And then the clear is like good to just like practice and hone in your skills, but not not be as heavy or stressful if something breaks. If you break a clear piece, it's like all right, I lost some time. But when you break a colored piece, you lost a lot of money and material and time. So it's it's a little shittier. Um, but yeah, let's get into a, let's get into some questions. And what we're going to do is these questions too, they'll probably lead us on little tangents and stuff because they'll remind us of little uh, stories and things we've gone through over the years together doing this company and everything. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. Everyone, there's a lot of funny, fun questions in here. Okay. Um, I'm just going to look through a couple of these because literally we got almost 150 questions, guys. I just want to thank everybody who reached out that participated. This was really fun. And there's actually some really good ones in here, but there's a lot of goofy ones too. So I got to just like slide through a little bit. All right. So here's one. Um, what, like, how, how did, how did you like first get into like, like glass blowing? Like, I know it was with me, but these guys don't know. So like, Okay. How about your perspective? Well, like, the what? way that I or we started getting into glass blowing was that we were buying so much glass from local head shops. Anytime we traveled, we'd make sure to go to the local head shop there. We loved collecting clear functional glass. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, so we weren't buying the colored heady glass yeah we just couldn't afford there honestly it. wasn't that much of that at the time no because this was back in like 2010 and 11 and there was like headier stuff but it was just different most of the bigger stuff and the really functional stuff was mostly clear like there wasn't too many people going like super hard on the perks and everything besides toro that was doing all color while well, the perks and, and stuff pyrology like was our uh, favorite company that's what we we definitely loved. loved pyrology and have found a lot of influence from that company Definitely. Their work was always just so clean. And I loved how functional so everything fun. was. So and like, different and I actually remember I worked at a head shop when we got this like uh, email talking about pyrology. It was a uh, the first time pyrology was ever going to be in stores. So we got like this email with like the list of the pieces we were getting and I saw them all and then we got them in store and unwrapped the box and I was just like in shock at like how different and unique these pieces were. Um, so like, I would just, I remember seeing them from the start and now I don't actually don't even think they're a company anymore. 
I'm not too sure what's going on with that. They haven't posted on Instagram since 2017, it looks like, and yeah. I think they disbanded. It'd be cool if they made a little comeback. Yeah, that would be cool. They have, like, incredible artists and stuff like that. But the guys that, like, I feel like the artists that were behind that company's success are just doing their own thing now. Probably. They have, like, their own, like, art, like, just artist thing they're doing. Yeah. Um, oh, here's one. Who works harder? Who works harder? Yeah. I think we both work equally hard. We just have different jobs. I agree 100%. I wouldn't be able to do Cassandra's job, though. I can't. I, I can't stay organized like that and get back and keep all these people in check and like, you know, keeping all the bills paid. Like, I don't even know how to pay the bills. Like, she pays everything. I don't even know how to get into her bank account. I know nothing. <laughs> he so does I, never know how much money we even have. I don't know anything. All I do is work. I don't, because that's, I don't work for money though. I'm not working because I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get this much more and this much more. I'm just no, working. No, that's definitely not the priority. I'm just trying to get better at this. I'm trying to just practice and like dedicate like my life to this like career um i like this one from uh hoon the original how do you deal with all of evan's bullshit what are what are some of the things i do that like just just irritate you or annoy you and i don't even care just talk about it um well i don't think that there's that many things that actually annoy me but I do get annoyed when I'm like disrupted when I'm really trying to focus and work or if I like just clean the house and Evan comes inside to have a snack and like, you know, leaves a pipe on the table. Snack time. Stuff. He's always making muscles. Mm -hmm. um, but I just ignore it. I think that's really the so best So it's way. mainly me just like making messes and leaving it around. Yeah, you don't really annoy me, honestly. I mean, we spend 24-7 together for the last... I don't even know. We've been doing this Four. since 2013. So, I mean, yeah. at least the last eight oh. years, I'd say we we're together 24-7. Yeah, 24-7 for eight years in the same building. But we've also been together and living together for over 10, for 13, 14, 13 years? Yeah, years. we moved in together when we were 17. Yeah, when we were 17, we got a house together in upstate New York. So we've And we've been together since we were 15 years old. We met on uh, MySpace. And that's actually one of the questions in the years, like, um, how do we meet? And um, we literally, I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah, I mean, you could reiterate it if you want, but we just talked, I and mean, we, we met on MySpace and talked on AOL Instant Messenger. It's a real early 2000s kind of uh, thing, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, we met on like the first like real social media app, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For the most part, is, I think so. I don't just, know what was before MySpace. It was actually back in the day, we wouldn't even tell people we met in MySpace. We, people would be like, how'd you guys meet? And it was like, so embarrassing. We were embarrassed because back then, <laughs> in the early 2000s, that was dangerous to meet someone on the internet. Like, Yeah, I probably would have gotten in a lot of trouble. Like, if I told my parents, yeah, I met this person on the internet, go drop me off at the ball. They said to meet him there. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it now with my daughter. But, oh, it, no. but it worked out. <laughs> and look at us go. Um, all right, let's see here. We got a question from Invader Terps. I always see this guy's name popping up. I love his little thumbnail. It's like Invader Zim. I used to love that show. Um, what is your favorite RBR to date? Do you have one? I feel like you do. How about this? What's your favorite collab? And then what's your favorite solo? If you can remember. Okay. I guess it's not like, I don't know. I really like that, um, that triple double gold amethyst blue stardust fade that you just did. That's probably like my favorite solo, solo piece, maybe of all time. I don't know. It might be. It That's might be. I'm, it's a yeah. really, really good one. Um, good I love one. that piece. It's just super clean and it's beautiful. It's sparkly. Yeah. Um, and then collab. collab. You can think about it for a minute. I'll look through some questions. This is chill. We're just chilling, guys. Like, and that's why I wanted to like tell her too, because she was a little nervous to do this. I was like, we're just chilling. 
Like we're, we're hanging out, we're smoking, this is fun. And we're gonna share it with you guys. So favorite collab though? Um, I would say there, there's two that come to mind. And they're both Moonstone collabs, so I don't know, I must really like Moonstone. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's the Chaka collab. God, I love that I Chaka collab. It. It's just like really simple, but... That was definitely one of the ones I wish I could have yeah. kept if I could have afforded it at the time. And then uh, that current, or that recent um, Big Z. Oh yeah, the triple double. The yeah, with like that double. like split drain on the bottom. I love that, that split drain. That was so fun. I remember... And the I Plant Fabian one, I mean, honestly, that Plant Fabian's so juicy. Buttery. I have that split drain actually drawn up on our whiteboard, and it's been there for probably over a year and a half, maybe two years. And uh, when I was working at Big Z's studio, I, it was like super late at night. I was the only one in the studio. It must have been like three in the morning. And I was just, just all I was eating was beef jerky and moon cheese. And just, just it was fucked and drinking coffee. Like I was just, it was rough. But... I remember thinking about that split drain and I had this big marble from Big Z and I was like, fuck it, like this is the time to do it. And uh, it was just really cool to be able to do that and then do it twice and do a micro version too because that micro one shredded so hard too. They're both so good. I love those pieces. Um, this is from VP Grows 719 and I always see your name popping up too, dude. Don't know if you watch the podcast, but um, thanks for reaching out with a question. Um, do you ever miss me because I'm grinding all the time? Like, yeah, definitely. So I guess, yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's definitely difficult. Like, I see our little one, like, growing so fast, and Evan's always out here working, and, like, as the boss, I, like, need him to work and get these orders done so everyone can be happy, but at the same time, like, I wish we could have more family time and just, like, sit down and watch a movie with baby or just, yeah. I don't know. We were going to the park before all this craziness happened, and then... That changed. that that changed. So we're trying to get our backyard cleaned yeah, up so we can fine. have a little park out there for the baby. And again, oh yeah, in our backyard too, guys. Thank you so much, everybody who supported the last Sunday sale and these recent drops. We've been trying to get a new fence for our house for about four or five years now, and we just haven't been able to afford it. And uh, because of this last Sunday sale, we were able to schedule our new fence to be put in. Our fence has blown over like four or five times. The dogs on the other side of the fence have bit my dog, they've bit them, the owners threatened to kill my dog. We talked about that in episode two, so it's been crazy. So I just wanna thank you guys, we're getting a new fence. I know it's like it's kind of a stupid thing to be like super excited about, but we're really excited. We're really excited, it's a huge deal Because like us. I don't even feel comfortable with my baby being in the backyard, cause like the other dogs are really aggressive and this fence is so weak, they could blow right through it. I just, yeah. you know. And with yeah. the virus, we have to keep finding ways to do more at home. Yeah, so we're trying to find ways to make our house, like, more usable. Because, like, we, like, put so much into our business, it's hard for us to put money into our house. Like, you would think with how much we work, we would... Uh, Everything goes back into the business. Uh, since yeah, since day one. But I feel like that's what it takes to have a successful business. You have to Absolutely. just go all in. Um, this is from Upgrade Glass, and uh, Upgrade Glass kills the game. He's another glass blower. He makes, like, back in the day, he made those, like, dragon head pendants. So, okay, cool. Um, how do you deal with me never sleeping and generally being a masochist? Well, I mean... Just, you can just answer the first part. Yeah. I mean, I just, after about, like, you know, two or three days of you not coming to bed until, like, three or four in the morning... I'm usually like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Like, I'm not gonna really give you a choice because you can't just continue to push yourself day after day after day and not expect yourself to crash. So you kind of have to reset, get one night's sleep, and then start fresh the next day. Remember back in 2000, like 17, 18, though, where I literally worked till 4 a.m. seven days a week. Though? It was crazy, it was and disgusting. you were definitely like every day, like 
more exhausted. I was convinced I was dying. I was like, this is where I die. More pains and aches. Like it gets to a point you can only do that for so long before you're like, okay, I need to like give my body a break. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's definitely intense now. It's, it's good. I like waking up in the morning knowing how much glass got made, but at the same time, like, I don't want him to have to come. How am I, how is my attitude really though? When I'm not sleeping, like people just see me on Instagram and stuff. Like, is there a different Evan when I'm rested? Oh, yeah, you're definitely different rested than you are, like, tired and worn out. I mean, you're just a little bit more sassy. I get a little sassy when I don't have sleep. I, I, I'm okay with saying, hey, I'm sassy right now. I'm going to get mad for a And then I'm like, oh, my fucking God, you just need to go to sleep. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and that's the masochist part right there because I'm, I'm really stubborn where I'm like, no, I just need to keep working, like, less sleep and... But yeah. it is like why we are where we are. Like it we is. wouldn't be here. Like we, you know, we'd be a couple years behind where we are now if we weren't, if we I didn't, weren't doing this. If yeah. I didn't work like that. All right. Let's see what other fun. Okay, here's one for you, Cass. What was your dream job when you were a kid? Did you have one? When I was a kid, a dream yeah. job. Peppermint mm-hmm. powerhouse. Thank you for the um when i was a kid i wanted to be a marine biologist a marine biologist and then i wanted to be a hairstylist or makeup artist and then i did that and i realized it was not for me <laughs> god and i have some questions about that because i want to i want to talk to you about new york city and stuff because i've told people a little bit about our lives there but i was talking for you and now you're here so yeah. it's it's better um, so you, so you were thinking marine biologist. Now that's really cool because you have such a fucking crazy fish tank now. Like, oh, yeah. so is that just like subconscious? You think why yeah. you always wanted a reef tank? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Cause that reef tank I post is not mine. I don't do that. I help with a water exchange, but Cassie's the one that builds it, feeds it, takes care of everything. I'm just the muscle that helps carry up water and shit. Um, will Cassandra ever jump on the torch? Now, actually... Sandra used to blow glass uh, with me for Bear Mountain Studios. We had a bunch of collabs we did and stuff. Um, we got our torches at the same time. Yeah, we actually learned how to blow glass together. Yeah, but do you think, do you ever get an itch? Like, do you think you'll get back on the torch someday, or do you think it's just too tough? Um, it seems really difficult because there's not enough time in the day. I have so many different tasks I need to do on a daily basis as far as, like, the business goes and taking care of the house and the family. It's just um, doesn't really give me the opportunity to get out here and work on stuff. I mean, I was blowing glass. I honestly stopped blowing glass as soon as I got pregnant. Um, so I haven't really, ha- we had some really bad ventilation. So yeah, I, we didn't want her breathing in any. I just kind of called it quits on that. And I was really focused on aerial arts at the time. So I was okay taking a break from glass. Yeah, it's tough with everything you have to do as far as, like, do you take care of the baby, you, like, keep the whole house organized, you pay all the bills, you run the whole business, customer service, you're talking to graphic designers, building the brand and marketing. and Yeah, it's a little crazy sometimes. And keeping me organized, keeping me in check, all the custom stuff, stuff wholesale orders. Eventually, like, I'll probably need some help. It's you're going to need an assistant here soon. I, yeah. I know you will because it's just you're you're doing too much and... It's hard to enjoy yourself when you're like so being pulled from so many ways. Like I have the easier job. People say who works harder. I just work a lot. That doesn't mean that I'm working like harder. Um, The stuff she's dealing with is just, I wouldn't be able to have my mind in that many different places at once and balancing it all. So I always try to be as understanding as I can with her if she gets frustrated with me or upset um, about something just because I know it's just so much to deal with. 
Um, oh, that's a weird question. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Some of these questions are kind of weird. I don't, okay. I'm uncomfortable already. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. All right. Perfect. No, they're just weird. Like, like if some of them say like something about like, I don't even know. Never mind. Okay. Yep. How do you balance and supply the demand with so many people that want Bear Mountain Studios? This is from Naughty uh, Physics, and I always see you, Naughty, leaving nice comments and stuff, dude. I mean, I don't honestly even know how to answer that. I guess I'm just doing the best I can. It's There's really no balance, I don't feel like, right now. Like, there's so many people waiting. There's, I mean, our schedule's filled all the way through 2021, and, like, I know I could probably fill all through 2022, but it's just... Um, you don't want to book that far out. I don't want to book that, book that far out, but I also need to find a way to be able to bring in new shops into our rotation and also make sure that our current shops are still getting their orders. Um, and I only have one glass blower producing the product, so I can't get more product to supply the demand and it's just so what are some of the biggest stresses you feel with like the demand or what you deal with as someone that deals with the i shops? mean i want to get the shops the glass i want to get the customers the glass i want to make everybody happy um but there's just only so much i can do without having more glass made um and you know i know we'll get there and that's what we're working towards and i think that eventually we will have our own like team and of core people that are helping us. A know, team effort, that's the goal. Help us get some more RBRs made here in our studio. Um, and, you know, all we can do right now is just have wait lists and, you know, get back to everybody that wants an order when we have yeah. that option. And try to just tell yeah. them that we're doing everything we can. But we'll get to them eventually. I know okay. it'll all work out. All right, sweetheart, let's see here. What's the most frustrating part about working with your partner day in and day out? You don't have to go deep because we kind of touched this a little bit, but like working with me, that's just me in the house. Like, what? I think, I mean, that's really not frustrating. Really? I don't think that, I think that if it was really frustrating or difficult, we wouldn't still be we doing be it doing successfully. That. Like, yeah. I feel like we work really well together. Um, so it's like, I would probably be much more frustrated with a different business partner than you. Yeah. I think I'm always working to try and impress you. So, like, I just fucking mm -hmm. stay up late and crush. And I'm like, the more I get done, the more I'll impress this lady. She'll think I'm cute. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, okay, here's a cool one. And this is from Kind Diesel. And this guy literally always gets in my lives. He's always leaving nice comments. This guy is a sweetheart. So, uh, he says, what is her career background interested? What, what, like, what did you learn from running or managing BMS? Or, like, did you, like, basically, did you learn how to run this company by doing some something else or like how yeah okay so so what what were you um doing? so i guess i would well i started working um for a flower shop when i was 12 and i would do the farmers markets every weekend starting when i was like 13 and then once i had my own car i was going to work every day after school so i was kind of running this little like garden shop type place i mean I didn't own it, but I was the only one working there. So yeah. I guess I was kind of like taking care of things. So even at a young age, you had a lot of responsibilities, basically what you're saying. Yeah, like, cause I kept that job until I moved to New York City when I was 19. So I worked there from when I was 12 to 19. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's, I remember like going up to Vaughn's and like picking you up there and dropping you off yeah. and stuff. Like, cause I've been with this girl since she was 15 years old, so. I've always worked really, really hard. Um, 
my I grew up with my grandma owning a dairy farm, so I was always helping like take care of the cows and things like that when I was little, and it was really fun for me. Um, and then after that, we moved to New York City, and I went to school to be a makeup artist. And then I was I learned a lot from freelance makeup artist. Um, that's pretty much running your own business and managing yourself and everything that goes along with owning your own Since business. Your looks great today. He looks beautiful. Um, so I learned a lot from that, and then I was a manager for NARS for a while. So again, like managing a business, and you know, so it kind of just came naturally to me to own a business <coughs> and like what you need to do to have a successful business. Being in sales helped both of us because we were that both worked. in sales. I think yeah. that helped us a lot shape our business. Yeah, like um, going back to New York City because you brought it up again. Like I told people about my experience there because I was just like smoking weed and skateboarding. But Cassandra's experience was much different, and you don't have to go super deep on it or anything. But can you just give us like a little bit like, what was your experience in New York City? Like, like what are some of like the things like ups and downs maybe you felt or like what was your perspective? Because mine was like a playground. You were working the whole time. Yeah, I worked the whole time. I lived in New York City. I was going to school forty hours a week, and it was about an hour and a half or. Man, I don't even know. Was it like 45 minutes, hour and a half? It really depends on trains. Yeah, you I guess it trade. really depends on the day. Um, train ride from Brooklyn, Brooklyn to Soho every morning. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're good. This guy? Yeah, yeah. And then just make sure you're not bumping it. Oh, yeah, I'm moving along. Oh, a little scratchy there. Let me just put it in the drawer away okay. from me. Boom, you won't even hit it. Wow. <laughs> we are solving problems on the spot right now. This is amazing. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so I'd take my train ride from Brooklyn to Soho every morning with my 50 pound makeup kit by myself and where we lived in Brooklyn wasn't the most friendly neighborhood. I was neighborhood. scared every morning you went to school. And I was 19, so I was really, really young. Um, and I'd get to school, I'd stay there all day, do my classes, get on the train, go back home, and that was pretty much every day. And by the time I got home, Evan was usually already back, sweaty as hell, and so sweaty. smelly. We've been skateboarding all day and, and we just, Chinatown. Just smoke weed at night. Yeah. Like we, I remember our first two months there, we couldn't find weed though. But I mean, we were broke. I didn't like all the girls would go out after school, and I could never do that because we had no money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we my experience, I was not. Yeah, I was underage, so I didn't do any of the fun stuff. I yeah. probably could have done in New York City. And then on the weekends, it was like we'd have to do laundry, which was like a whole fucking ordeal, you know, going down to the We got it so good room. now. We got a fucking washer dry right in the house. Yeah. Is there anything you like miss about New York City? Is there like. I honestly miss how rude everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everyone, when I first moved to Colorado, everyone was so nice. I was really well, uncomfortable. It was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Are these people real? Are they being assholes? What is happening? We like went to like a couple different places and everyone was saying being really nice. And then we went to a Chick-fil-A and the guy said my pleasure about six times. And I was like, is this guy, I looked at Cassie and I was like, is this guy fucking with me? I was like, does he know me? Like, who is this guy? And then we kept going to more places and everyone was just friendly. Like my pleasure. Absolutely. And we we're like, where the fuck are we? Yeah. And yeah, um, weird. we were in Colorado. So from New York to Colorado, total culture shock, but we love it in Colorado. Now we're friendly. Yeah. Super I friendly. think I would like to go to New York City and just have someone be nasty to I me. hurt your feelings. Yeah. yeah. 
That sounds fun. <laughs> awesome. Let's open this up and get into some more questions. This is fun, guys. Thank you so much, everybody who's just hanging out, smoking, and getting to meet Cassandra because she we've started this company together. She's been here since day one. She runs the whole show. Like the only reason we're here is because of her. Like, yes, I make glass. There's a lot of glass blowers that make beautiful glass and can make a lot of it, but not everyone can like get their glass out there, find the right buyers or this or that. And this lady works 24 seven to make sure customers can find what they need. And if someone like misses out on a drop or is unhappy, she like finds ways to take care of them. So well, it's um, a team effort. I think we both go above and beyond as much as we can possibly do for our customers. Uh, what did you say when I, uh, said that I wanted to be a glass blower and do that for a living? Like, what were you thinking? Like when I, when I said that, I don't even, I mean, honestly, I, I don't remember that ever being a thing that happened. I think it just kind of like was a natural progression. Like it, like it was happened. just like, it was just all of a sudden we were like, well, like we're fucking doing this for a living. Like, this is crazy. It just happened. Yeah. It's weird how, cause we didn't, yeah, I didn't like ask you. It wasn't. No, it just kind really of just like started that. like we were we started um, going to Corning Museum of Glass and taking classes once a week. And then we just it just oh, gosh, I don't even want to know. Um, and it just OK, go. <laughs> no, sorry. I was reading a question. Um, this happens to us at night when we're like we like take we have a snack time break at like 10 o'clock after the baby's been asleep for a while where we'll like smoke a joint and we eat like a pop tart or something. And lately we've been watching Kitchen Nightmares, old seasons of some Gordon Ramsay shit. And um, I just can't help but just laugh through the whole thing to myself. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about funny scenarios. But okay, here's a, here's a question. It's, um, it doesn't have to do with anything. That's this podcast. We're, we're, at this point, we've done the weed. We haven't eaten anything. And I had a banana. Well, I haven't had anything but two cups of coffee, two joints, and some dabs. Um, okay, so it's this from Johnny Flack. How many shrimp donut emails did you have to respond to? Forget. Fucking too many. I was so irritated. I fucking, Evan and I were sitting on the couch during snack time talking about, we we're like, what did we have during the day? And then we realized that we had shrimp and we also had donuts. And then we were talking about how disgusting shrimp donuts are. And then I had mentioned that there are so many ways you can make a shrimp donut. And, and we, we went into this really long tangent of shrimp I was donuts. honestly shocked, though, because we were so high. And when we were talking about shrimp donuts, and she looked at me sincerely and said, there's so many ways you could do it. And when she said that, I was like, is there? How many ways could you make a shrimp donut? Because to me, I could only think about a couple, but she said so many. So that's where the shrimp donut thing came from. So we then just I got woke to... up, and there was, like, all these emails with, like, shrimp <sighs> donut yeah. emojis. And I was yeah. like, oh, I regret. No. I, I really regret saying that on the podcast because I'm like, oh, it's on YouTube. And I don't post that much on here, so people are going to watch these old No, episodes. so I'm still getting shrimp still donut, donut shrimp emails. Donut please email. stop sending me shrimp donut emails. You'll get more now. Just for saying please stop, people are like, oh, yes, that means more emails. That means more emails. Okay. That was a good one, Johnny Flack. All right. Let's see here. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> wait, let's like light another joint while I look at these for That's a minute. Is, well, they're both old at this point. They're both the same size. Um, man, a lot of them are Ben. What is your favorite piece to come out? We've already done that. Um, what's the biggest stress like with dealing with so many emails? Like, like how, like, like, is it something that like affects your day to day? I mean, or? the, I no, not anymore. At this point, I'm just like moving on because it's there's so much to do. It's just like uh, you just have to continue on. 
Um, but I think the most stressful thing would be just not being able to get back to everybody fast enough. Like I do yeah. the best I can, but some of you send me like the most complex questions and then I have to be like, okay, well, I don't fucking know the answer to that. So then I have to talk to Evan about it. And then we have a conversation about it for like two days and then we finally get back to you. So just not being able to get back to everybody fast enough is my, yeah, that's, stressor. It is too, because like when you have people that are like interested in your work and they want to support what you're doing and then you're unable to. I wish I had more glass to sell. Yeah, you're not only, you you can't even get them a piece and then it might take us a few days to get back. So it's like, we just don't want to rub people the wrong way. We're honestly, we're just a small, like it's like me and Cass just like doing our best. And like, I'm not trying to make excuses. It's our company. We should try to find ways to expand. But in this industry, I feel like you need to be really careful how you expand because you don't want to like lower the quality of what you're putting out but at the same time like balancing not meeting the demand so much that like people are at this point getting mad is like i definitely think it's time for us to get some help it's hard though it's hard I know. it's hard for me to like let people in i got you know it's it's like hard for me to like you know let people in and then try to like work with them and all because i'm like i get nervous people are just gonna fucking take advantage or just dip or whatever but I think that's a normal thing with any business. If you're trying to hire employees and you're first doing it and you're a small business, it's scary because you're, it is your livelihood. It's your life. It's like what defines you, you know? And so you're bringing people into your life. And if you don't know them well enough, you know, they could really make a, make it tough. Um, have you ever worked on the torch with Evan? If so, what did you guys make? That's from Jake weed six ten. Um, so is this like asking if we've done a collab or if I, yeah, like, 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 well, like, have you ever done like any like work with me on the torch or collabs or anything? I know I said we have, but like, do you have a favorite collab we did together or do you have a favorite piece we made together? Oh man, it's hard for me to remember. I know we've done, um, like that sweet one with like the whipped cream and cookies. I was going to say that was my favorite. That one's really cool. Um, and I really like like the little nebula pieces that we've done in the Mm. past together. There's a couple of those out there. Um, those ones are pretty cool. I love that dessert one, though. That one. The dessert so one cool. was fun. It was really unique. It was like a honey jar recycler, and it had like whipped cream and cookies all over it, and like cherries, and it just looked like a pile of just. And like... if anyone has any of the old like honey jar pendants, um, most of those, I would say, ninety-five percent of all the old. drips. I think you did a couple without me. I wasn't stoked on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but most of the, or I would say all of the drips on those honey jars were made by me. Um, all of the caps we used to sell back in the day, the little honey jar. Um, the dabbers. And the, the caps. caps and then there was like the flathead dabbers. Um, you used to I make used to make the, all those. You used those. to make like a big part of like our money though. Like you would, like the glass you made was like part of what paid our bills. Like, yeah, I was doing like carb cap drops on yeah. Big Cartel like weekly. Um, it was just shit that I was making. And yeah, those are really cool. I definitely wish I had time to do that stuff again. Sweet. We got a, we got so many fun questions. You guys are making this episode like really fun for me to like, just like, you know, help have you guys like, um, interact and like talk with us and stuff. This is really fun. So thank you everybody who like participated in these questions and stuff. I'm, I'm really excited that like Cassandra was down to come on here with me too, because I need to practice with guests and stuff. Um, because I want to have other artists on here as well. And I want to make sure that I'm not like a shitty host and that I'm not making it too hard on people that are trying to, trying to do this for me because it's weird for some people to be in front of cameras. I definitely don't like being on camera. Yeah. But you, you look so pretty though. You you have to be on camera. Okay. So how would you feel if Estelle got into skateboarding? 
I think I'd be okay with it. Um, I mean, I started skateboarding when I was 15 with Evan, yeah. and we would like, we really liked skating bowls. Yeah, we were little skater kids together. Like, she had yeah. her skateboard, I had mine. We would just skateboard the streets together when we were 15 years old, like go to the gas station and buy like sodas and candy, and then like go to the local skate shop, and we would just watch skate videos together at the skate shop, and then we'd go back to your mom's house and make out or whatever. And it was super fun being 15 and just like yeah. skateboarding with my girlfriend. Like you were like, you were doing like ollies up curbs and shove and stuff. It was super awesome. Yeah, it yeah, like, was a fun time. It's crazy how quick you picked it up. And then I talked about it a little bit in one episode, but we traveled up and down the East Coast together, like skating different bowls. Yeah, and... there was going to Massachusetts was really fun. We did that when we were, well, we did one trip with your family when yeah. we were like 15. 15 yeah. And then we did a, a trip when we were 17 that was just Evan and his cousin. Yeah, my cousin Colin, which I want to have him on here too. He lives in Colorado now as well. He moved out here actually with us. Um, but that was, uh, <laughs> I can't believe my parents let me drive to Massachusetts with two boys when I was 17. It was like a seven, eight hour drive. And they're like, yeah, just go. Like we weren't, we were all like 17 years old and it was just, it was just crazy. It was one of the funnest times of my it life. It was a really amazing time. Just all we were doing was skateboarding every day, finding different spots, different bowls, and just fucking, we didn't even smoke weed yet or anything then. Or you had. You did the weeds. I might have done I didn't do the weeds yet. Cassie smoked weed before me. I was like... Nah. Evan wasn't into weed, and I, I was. And I was weed. like, Evan, you need to find me some weed, because I, I don't know like, where to buy it. I was like a beer <laughs> drinker. I would drink like Miller High Life for 40s. I wasn't really a weed smoker. I wasn't into it. But then I got into it when I was like 19 or so. 18, 19. Never looked back. Now I'm all about the weeds. Um, <laughs> how, do you, how do we find time... Uh, for each other with kids and a business and everything we're doing because we don't work normal hours we work all you were doing emails last night fucking like 11 o'clock at night yeah i really wanted to get them done like even during our snack time when we session hang out she'll have her computer in front of her and still be answering emails and it's getting to the point where she's still like days behind and she's all day answering i'm like okay we need like an office with a couple people just answering emails but Cassie, just like I do we like to work with people as direct as possible so we can take care of customers and it's um but it's a struggle. But yeah, how do we how do we find time? I think you we just do. We just do, yeah. I mean, but it's limited, you know. It's we definitely uh, didn't have as much time to hang out when Estelle was not in school because we had to pull her from school for six weeks, and she just went back last week. So it's been really really nice. Um, so in her first year of life, she was at home 24 seven yeah, and, so and we had no help because we don't have any family that lives here. So we've just done everything yeah, by but ourselves. But now that she's at school, like um, we can have coffee and a jammer together in the morning. I was recently told that nobody else calls a joint a jammer. We so call joints jammers, um, you know? We're smoking there's jammers. that. I, <laughs> I didn't know that wasn't a thing. I think I convinced Cassie it was a thing. I think, <laughs> I think one day I just said it like, I'm one of those weirdos with like my pets and stuff. They have like 30 different names because like every day I have a different name for my animal. Like I just call them so many different Same names. Same thing with our daughter. Yeah, my my daughter has 30 names. Like joints have all different names. I just got tons of names for shit. But that's just like who I am. And then I think I convinced Cassie that jammer is what people call joints. And now she says it, and she's she's in my group now. Now now you're with us. me. Just us. Um, okay, let's see here weirdest deal you've been offered i don't really know what that means reading through comments here guys or reading through questions so many fun ones but a lot of the same it's very short i know I what's should, happening do I you want to just okay how about we just like take a break and then we can take a dab in a minute oh yeah we'll take a dab in a minute i love that sounds good okay uh same with you guys 
uh, if you're uh, got your rigs, your joints, let's take some dabs, let's hang out. Like, I feel like we're just getting started, and I feel like time is moving super slow. So, uh -oh. oh yeah, you got you got hours to go, no. honey. So much time. Okay. Um, here's no question. This isn't a question, but this is from Fire Scoops. He said, "Thanks for your help with all my questions through emails. She's amazing." I get that all the time though. I get people in my life that are like, your wife helped me so much. Like she fixed this for me that, you know, so. I really do try to make sure that everybody and like our, all of our conversations end on a good note and that every customer leaves happy and satisfied. I really feel like sometimes if people don't leave happy that like they just don't want to be happy because I truly go above and beyond for customers to make sure everyone's happy in the Definitely. end. Definitely. We rather lose money and make sure people are happy in the end than, you know, cuz that's that's just how we do things. Um this is one from Kushburger Flex. I always see him too in my lives and stuff and leaving comments and appreciate you, dude. Um, if you guys weren't doing BMS, what other business would you guys consider doing together? Oh man. Um, I don't even know. I, well, we have had, we started a landscape, we had a landscape business. Company before that was mostly like Evan and a friend. Um, and then we, Evan and I were like going to do some things and continue to expand that, but that wasn't our path. No, it just didn't work out. Um, we weren't landscapers. Uh, so we tried glass blowing and that's so far working out. But who knows? Who knows what like, who knows what this business will develop into? I don't know. A lot of people have asked like, what do you think the future of BMS is? There's a, probably 20 questions that ask that same thing. Like, do you have any like in your mind like, where do you see Bear Mountain Studios going, or like, what do you want for this? Company? I just think I see Bear Mountain Studios getting a lot bigger. Um, I see us creating a team and continuing to grow and be able to produce a lot of RBRs. But I really want to be able to produce more designs than just the RBRs. I I mean, I got a lot of function to offer. There's I've, so much we can do with Bear Mountain. I feel like the possibilities are endless. I have a new idea every day. I know it's awesome. <laughs> I feel like they never stop coming and I don't know why. Um, I just have so many ideas and so many plans and we just write them down. We have stuff that we're like, all right, we're not going to do this idea to year 10 or year 15. Like we have, we'll have ideas and we have it set. We're like, okay, we're not going to do it till like three years from now. We, we literally plan that far out for stuff and we, so many things we want to do. We want to put out a book at our 10 year anniversary with, you know, a nice printed book with quality photos of all of the, yeah, not, not like a written book or anything like that. I just, no, we no, just no. want a photography book. So it's like, basically it's like a portfolio. Like if you guys have seen the one I've posted up before on live, it's like you open it up and it just has big high resolution photos of everything. We kind of wanted to do at a 10 year mark, do like pick a bunch of photos throughout the years and create like a book. That's all these high resolution. Yeah, like a coffee table book. Like when people have a book in the middle of the table, like we have one from Iceland. When you open it up, it's just beautiful photos from all over Iceland. We kind of want to make like a coffee table book or something people can have in dispensaries on like in the waiting area, you know, just like a cool book of like glass pieces that shows the progression of Bear Mountain over a 10 year period and everything we've built. So there's all these different plans and a lot of this stuff, it's not even so much a way to make money, but it's ways to add value to the brand. It's like maybe we're not going to get a physical return from that. But what we will add is value to the brand. We'll add, you know, it's like creating, that's that's almost like content too, but it's like a physical thing you open. It's not like a digital content. It's like, Yeah, there's you know. just always different things that I want to create and offer to our supporters. And I mean, I like I said, I think the possibilities are endless and that Bear Mountain could be something huge someday. We just really need to work on building a team because Evan and I can't do it alone. Yeah. Um, this one right here. 
did you meet in Syracuse? Where were some of your favorite restaurants before moving out west? And yet we met in Syracuse. We did meet in Syracuse. Um, but favorite restaurants in Syracuse? Can you remember any? Irwan's. Irwan's, yeah. On Air, Air Air Boulevard. Boulevard. Air Boulevard. Got it. My accent, I feel like it's getting weird. <laughs> It was a little weird. Uh, was a little weird. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Ear Boulevard, uh, Irwan. You're still yeah. talking uh, really straight. <laughs> okay, well, that's all right. That's all right. They don't. They wouldn't have known because they don't live well, with me. Well, now they do. Now you do. So if I have Cassie here, she'll let you guys know when I'm doing something weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Irwan's, it was a, what was that, a Thai food, right? Yeah, Thai food, that was good. What the fuck did I like? I know I liked that. Dosa was really good. Dosa, Dosa. that Indian restaurant was fire. Uh, um, what was the Mexican place we would go to? Um... Boom Boom Max Max. Oh, no, that was the burrito place up on oh. West. Alto Cinco? Yes. Yeah, that place was pretty fire, so too. Good. So, yeah, there's a few <laughs> few fireplaces right there. Who knows if they're even open anymore because shit changes so fast, you know? We haven't we haven't been home in a while, um, and we didn't check those places last time we were there. No, it was so horrible. I haven't been in any of those places in probably six, seven years. It was the most disgusting years, so. feeling of yeah. heat and humidity and cold all at the same time um here's one how do you come up with the merch items and clothing specifically like design like how do you do that because i don't do any of that um honestly uh right now i would put that all on nolan that which he is our um illustrator i kind of just tell him give him a very basic idea sometimes i'm like nolan i don't even know what the fuck i want right now just make me something and he always seems to be able to read my mind. Um, he but he does all of our graphics and his Instagram is consume design and he kills it. I, there is not a day that you could ask me if we're working on something, I'd say no. He's always working on some project for me. And I always have, as soon as he's done with something, I have another idea ready to go. Um, and, so. and that's another thing too. Um, I think that Mark, our uh, producer might have done this, but like down below on this video, I think he's going to list like all the equipment we're using and stuff like that. And um, me and Cassie can tell you guys like what graphic designers we like and stuff. If you're trying to build your own, you know, podcast or social media or something like that, like we're going to try and put all that information in our videos. So if you guys want to build something, you can see how we're doing it. And then maybe, um, because the more people to do stuff like this in the glass community and cannabis community, the better, because that way we can all have each other on each other's podcasts and hang out. It takes like, a group of us to build this all up. It's not just like one person doing a podcast. It's like, we know a bunch of us need to do it together and promote each other. So, oh, me? No. Merch? Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I don't have merch on, but we do. My, my clothes are dirty. I'm wearing a V-neck. What? Oh, the new merch drop. Ah, see, that's why we got a producer. Uh, we are actually, this will probably, when this comes out, it'll be like one of the last days of pre-sale. Yeah, it'll end on Sunday. So we're going to probably drop this Saturday or maybe Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, so we, we've done a pre-sale this past week, which I've been posting about. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody, that went onto the website and pre-sold one of the shirts or hoodies. I'm Crazy. super excited about it. I found a new screen printing company that we're working with that's local, so you're also helping support our local economy. So yeah, it's, we're using a local shop to print all this, but man, holy shit, guys. So many of you supported that. We were in shock. I really think it's just so much better to do the pre-sale because all of you can get exactly what you want. Yeah. And I know before we've had so many issues with not People being like, oh, able to get certain sizes and yeah. yeah so i'm really stoked to do it this way and we'll probably continue to do it this way in the future 
All right, this one is from Cash Sells Heady Glass. Oh, no. And it's not a question. Oh, no. <laughs> he just says, I give her props. She's the most professional glass company boss to deal with. Oh, thank you, Cash. Boom. Hell yeah, you are. You're the best. Um, hmm, what, in your opinion, was the most difficult part about starting out? Like doing this whole Bear Mountain thing, like starting. Just not having glass. any money. I think that glass blowing is really expensive, and we literally, Evans talked about it before when we first try went to our first trade show at Champs in 2013. Yep. Um, we would not have made it home if we didn't sell glass. So it's just you know, being able to pay for the business is and most difficult thing it's super expensive Man. and we have so many ideas it's just like we need the funds to be able to get there but without doing it too fast where we're putting ourselves in debt oh what an emotional trip that was got way too high a couple times um went there with no money like there was one night after the trade show like i've never talked about this on here and i'm not gonna give names but i'm talking about champs 2013 oh, okay yeah that's where we're at right now no you're fine no you're good um there was one night we were feeling on a high, you know, we like sold all the table and everyone was really nice to us. And then we had stores that were posting up the pieces they got from us. Oopsie. Um, and like there was a few glass blowers that like knew of me and they were leaving really like shitty comments on the shops that were posting up my pieces and like hating on me. And like, I just remember like getting so emotional. I like cried that night. I was so upset. Yeah, it's, was... I feel like there's been a couple of things that have happened where we have great success at a trade show and then like we end up driving home really sad because yeah. of a situation. It's weird. And it sucks because it's like, oh, we want to be able to enjoy all the success and this should be like an exciting moment. But... Yeah, and it happens every anytime I do a huge drop and sell out, anytime I do anything like that, guys, guarantee the next day something bad happens. Yeah. Yep. It's like guaranteed. So like I get a little, I get scared about the big drops, scared because what like about trying to sell all the glass and then also scared because I know the next day something there's like yin and yang. There's a repercussion that could be all in my head too, but just seems to work out like that. But yeah, it was, it was really, uh, it was crazy. Like we like did so good at the trade show and then I saw the shops posting and then it was my first time ever having sold glass to stores. It was my first time at a trade show. It was my first time my name ever being really on the internet and posted up on other people's pages and then to immediately have people trying to throw me under the bus was tough. So I felt like I was already starting with people like trying to stop me and I've literally like, it's just been work ethic. I swear it's just been. It does feel like we've had a lot of things trying to stop us from there's succeeding. Been, there's been many. And we just, all we do is we keep our head down and work harder. Work harder. That's it. We don't, we don't fight back. How we fight back is we crush harder. We will outwork you. Um, all right. Mm, this one is not a question. Just someone saying something nice. It's uh, Manic Pixie Smokes. Uh, just admire her hard work and support. You guys are awesome. So... I have to tell I have to tell Cass these things because you know what you're not on social media every day like me. You don't have. Like, I know. I really like. I'm gonna be like, didn't you see that cool piece I posted? I'm like, no. Well, what I was gonna say is you don't have people like telling you good job enough. You know, like you hear it from me, but you don't take me seriously. Like I call you pretty every day, and you're like, shut up. Like, <laughs> like I and I do think you're super pretty, and you don't believe me. But yeah, I feel like you don't hear it enough. You're crushing. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um. One more. We'll do one more here. Has there ever been a time where you like step back and be like, what am I doing? Like, Definitely. 
like owning a glass company or doing this like has there ever been a time I mean yeah I mean it, sometimes it gets really really difficult and you're just like why the fuck am I doing this this is crazy I could be doing something a lot easier but it just feels a lot different to own your own business and know that everything that has succeeded in that business is because of how hard you've worked and everything you've done put into it. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to be doing anything and here's, else. Here's a huge question because people ask it to me all the time. And I'm going to ask you, and this oh, one's from sure. me. How do you feel about other people making the RBR design? Because mm. I don't care. I just don't like when customers send us an email and they're like, oh, like I got an RBR and I'm like, I didn't make that. Yeah. So I'd rather people call them something else so people aren't thinking they're buying. Yeah, I think we both feel slightly different about it. Okay. Do you want to talk about You don't have um, to. I mean... If you don't feel comfortable. Simply, I obviously am not a huge fan of people recreating what you've worked so hard to make. Yeah. Um, those people weren't here when you were, you know, up until 4 to 6 a.m. every day for like six months straight. Yeah. And you were killing yourselves just like promoting the RBR, creating it, trying to Bring just to get shops. it out there, shops get it to shops. Them. Like, yeah, we, shops didn't want them. Was, like, it was crazy, like, how hard you had to work to get people to see what the RBR was. And so those people weren't here to see all of that. And... And deal with all of the repercussions. So when I see other people recreating the RBRs and I'm just going to be blunt about it they don't look as nice as your pieces well it's nice it's it's biased though because be <laughs> it's nice biased it. um but yeah i don't i don't really agree with it i don't think it's cool and i but really, it is a very simple design so you gotta expect people are going to remake it though yeah that's kind sure. of the thing just, but from you it's more of an emotional well, i think side. it's like the people that are doing it aren't um being nice about it okay not being respectful yeah Okay. I can understand that. It's a small community, so we got to respect each other to help the community yeah, grow as a team. Zero respect from those people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you answering that. <laughs> Do you have, and this will be a final question that we're going to take a dab and we'll talk about this rig and then we'll probably wrap this up. All right. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Do you have a favorite story about me at all? Is there anything? It doesn't have to be glass blowing. It can be all the way back to her 15. Is it? Cause like, I don't know. Cause I've, I've grown up with my perspective with you. Like, is there anything you can think back that you're like, that's an Evan story or that's some Something that you've just, you've always, it's like a funny thing about me or just something weird. doesn't even matter. Oh my gosh. I know there's probably a million of them, but the only like stories that come to mind are all of like the little shithead things you did when we were like 15. Like what? Ah, just being, being a boy. Being a boy. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Nothing. So nothing good then. No. Just me being, just me being a shithead. Okay. That's no, good though. No, that's, no. that was honest. Um, there's. <laughs> Let me think about it. Okay. Let me think about it. Do you remember that time I got in a fight with a doorknob? That was so funny. Yeah, that, was that made me laugh for like a month. Yeah. Evan been... <laughs> was trying to put his shoes on and the door hit the wall and came back and hit Evan in the face repetitively. It kept bouncing off the wall and hitting me in the face, hitting me in the face three <laughs> times. Three and I was like trying to block it and it just kept hitting me in the face like that. There was, there was something like, there was like a shoe, there was something rubber that was making it bounce really fast. I felt like, I felt like it was bouncing fast. It was but just, I was yeah. really, uh, really lucky to have been able to see that because it was really funny. It was magical. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's, um, let's just take a couple dabs and we can wrap it up. Mark, where are we at even with time? 
Oh my gosh, we got it. That's great. Thank you, Mark. Perfect. We are upgrading everything right now. <laughs> you guys don't even know. Um, so today we're smoking on a 10 millimeter micro RBR, refined bell recycler. The micros have gotten bigger, um, but that's because the standards and the double diffuse. I'm honestly that. surprised when Evan brought this in the other day. I was like, holy moly, this is a micro. Like well, it looks. It's not that much taller. It's only about a half inch taller, but it's the proportions are super on point with these. So they look like a, like the proportions are so good that it looks like standard. But if I put a standard next to it, this is like half the height of standard. It's half the size. Um, but the standards used to be so much smaller, so yeah. But I think is like I refine the designs and get proportions even more dialed in. Like some stuff gets bigger, some stuff gets smaller. I, I honestly really love the new micros. I think this is a perfect size. I do too. Like I, think, I really like it. I think these are like one of the best RBRs. Are the most affordable. The functions all there. Like it's just they just shred. Like, and I feel like most people could afford these. Like if you can save up for an Xbox or a PlayStation, the you. Crazy on you that. can afford and like you can afford a 10 mil Oof. all right well, i got my torch so let's see let's we'll take a dab here this piece is the one we've been smoking the last few days and it's been it's been awesome to shred a new micro well yeah thank you everybody who's hung out for this whole thing oh honey you see how these go you're like how do you talk for so long you just every week out. i'm like oh my gosh today's thursday because we film every thursday and I'm like, how do you have anything to talk about by yourself for an hour again this week? This is crazy. Like, where the hell does it come from? I wouldn't be able to do it. There's no way. You just did it. Yeah, but you were talking for half of the time, at least. I was really trying not to, though. I was trying to, like, let you talk because I was really nervous about doing this, and I was nervous I was going to interrupt you a bunch. I mean, you did a couple times. And I didn't mean, and I didn't mean to. I, I wanted you to know that I'm conscious of that because... It's one of my things I do, guys. I'm a big time interrupt. Yeah, I guess that's an annoying thing that you do. There you go. Nothing but good things to say about me. So we are going to do a dab right now of some, what is this? Strawberry sunshine. I couldn't say, I can't say, I'm not going to, I can't say sun. Say sunshine? Sun, that word. Can't say it for some reason. I think it's because I feel like I have a lisp. And when I say sunshine, it really comes out. I definitely notice that you say some certain things kind of funny. Let's talk about words that I can't say right. Tell me, tell everybody some words well, like, while I heat this up. Num word number one is cousin. Evan, say cousin. 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 There's, 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 a, there's, si no there's a silent T in there. There's no T. <laughs> cousin. Okay, next word. Um, that's really the only one I can think of currently. So that's or not bad. There's a maybe, lot of words out there. And if you mess up a couple, that, it's okay. But it's that one. Um, that's really the one that's just like crazy. She's got nothing. All right, I'm gonna take a dab. <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> so wild. Let's see here. Okay. <laughs> really? Do that. Mine was a little hot. <laughs> I'm not used to this 10 mil nail. I need a new one from Evan Shore. This nail's really thin. We're just waiting on uh, Evan Shore to open back up. Thank you to everyone that has purchased a long neck banger from Evan Shore and is waiting for those because 
he is not running as normal right now. I don't think a lot of people are. I'm grateful we are. Yeah, me too. It's been nuts. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, it got me. Those are the cutest sneezes. You can't even tell me they're not. I thought she was faking them when I first met her when I was like 15. I was like, oh, that's a fake sneeze. She's trying to be cute. <coughs> nope. It's been like that forever. Unless you're angry. I feel like if you're mad, you probably sneeze different, right? I don't know. <coughs> probably. Oh my God. It's more of like a messy, loud sneeze. Maybe. Yeah, I took a very small Would little like bit of that. Um, sure. I'll do a small one for you because I know you got work to do. Yeah. She's a very responsible lady. She usually does not smoke this much. Mike. In the morning. Oh, fuck. Thank you. Boom. Sorry, everybody. Um, <clears throat> she doesn't usually smoke this much in the morning. Because well, we usually smoke at like 8.30. And today I didn't smoke until like... 10.30. Yeah, but I just mean like taking dabs and smoking joints and stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Usually that's late night stuff. Yeah. Once the babes sleep. Yeah, bud. So we gave Bane a little CBD treat before the episode, and I feel like it really helped. Oh, he's chilling right so now. So thank you, Third Coast Headies, for grabbing those for our crazy-ass dog. Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody. That's just been like hooking me up with like. Everyone's been really, stuff. really like, supportive of the podcast yeah, and like, our company in general. So thanks. Everybody. I can't believe how many people are supporting like the podcast and everything we're trying to do right now. It's nuts. Oh, these are not good for wiping your nose. There was no fabric there. No, I'm good. That just the terps were so good. They just got my whole body moving. Even though, even though it was a little hot. Okay, we're almost done. I promise. You take your dab. And then we'll say goodbye and thank you. Thanks, everyone. Exactly. Oh, this is... That's only for people that watch The Office, so. Yeah, I love The Office. We watch it too much. That's ready to go. Thank you, everybody who's hung out. Um, I was really grateful my wife came on here today. She's my best friend. We've been hanging out on the daily every day forever. Been with, <laughs> been with you half my life now. I'm 30 years old, been with her since I was 15. <laughs> Half of my existence, I've been with this person. <coughs> so yeah, fun. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. And our one-year wedding anniversary is next week. Yep, it's fucking crazy. I'm gonna make a dope-ass <coughs> post. Post up some Iceland photos and shit. Yeah. And reminisce because yeah. some of the new followers probably haven't seen any of the Iceland stuff because I post so much. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know that we got we eloped in Iceland last year and Man. it was super awesome and I wish I could go back. <laughs> It <laughs> was a crazy trip. We'll have to do another episode, maybe, and talk about the Iceland trip. Maybe. Yeah, if people or, want me back, I don't know. This might yeah. be super boring for all of you. Oh, my God. Honestly, this was probably more entertaining. Everyone's going to be like, damn, why didn't you have someone on your podcast before? Like, way better than just you talking about nothing for an hour. Um, but, yeah, sweet, guys. Well, this has been super fun. Um, thank you, everybody. It's hung out. Remember, we got this big drop coming up. Um, I'll be posting up about it. It's with Cash Sells Heady Glass, or and I think the shop is Woody's, but watch my Instagram to see all that. I have them tagged on the main feed on Bear Mountain Studios' Instagram. Oh, okay, easy. You go to Bear Mountain Studios, they'll be tagged right in our bio where the next drop is going. Um, so if you missed out on the last one, we will have a bunch of clear and some colored stuff available here soon. Um, yeah, and thank you everybody who's supporting the podcast and stuff. There's probably something else I'm supposed to say. Um, I don't... Nothing else? Okay, cool. 
Well, uh, make sure you guys, if you did like this video, like it. If you didn't, go ahead there and dislike it as well. Subscribe to us. Um, and uh, let us know in the comments if there's anything you want to see or anything you guys want to see done on this podcast or whatever. Thank you so much, everybody. This is the uh, What's Up Every Podcast. Ugh. This is the What's Up Everybody Podcast. <laughs> and uh, thank you, honey, for being on here. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. You guys have an awesome day.